0: Grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's an item that you should rate. Nix is a super fan.
1: Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgie will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks as they reference random pop culture things. They're
0: crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 233. Oh, there's no place like Terra. A Stargate First Watch rewatch podcast coming to you from the uh, jungles of outside,
1: from the <laughs> Peruvian jungles of Shadow of the Tomb Raider. I'm Nixie and I'm Grace, and we're staying safe. There are no weird jungle animals trying to eat us. At the moment, we've made a nice little perimeter of diametris earth.
0: Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. No one's coming for it. It's like salt for demons. There will be, like, some veloci dogs coming out. Eventually, the
1: the veloci dog is looking at me from the other side of the door. I mean, I did...
0: I have not taken a shower since my run this morning, so there is plenty of salt on my legs for dogs to lick. (laughs)
1: Guys... This is a Stargate first watch, (laughs) rewatch podcast. Today we're watching Stargate Atlantis season two, episode 20. Yes. Allies. Season finale. A.K.A. Yeah. Michael 2. Too moral, too quandary. (laughs) 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 Because it is moral quandaries again. It is. The uh, quandriest and the moraliest. <laughs> I
0: think mine to to play off that and I like it more than the one I had, something I'm not even gonna say it, is okay. just uh, for those of you who have been to Universal Studios Islands of Adventure, Q. Q is for Quan. <laughs> Quan stands for Quandry. <laughs> this is fine. Everything is this fine. This is fine. This, this is, this is... uh, There is no issues at all with this episode. We end on such a happy note. I feel like I've said
1: this about other episodes, but this is the 2020 of episodes.
0: Yeah. This... Everything stacks on top of each other. Everything is awful. Like,
1: everything that everybody's doing is awful. Everything
0: is awful! Everything's
1: the worst when it's fucking the worst. Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. So... Tell me things. Uh, anything uh, pop culture
1: this week? Um, I 100%ed Shadow of the Tomb Raider.
0: Congratulations. And I I feel so empty now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do with my life. What do I do now? I literally did it like, yesterday.
1: I picked up the last thing, and then I get the little notification where yeah. it's like, ding, completionist trophy. Uh-huh. And I just sat there for a minute, and I was like running around the wild <laughs> of South America uh-huh. and Jesse's like, what are you doing? You finished the game. I was like, I don't, I don't know. know.
0: <laughs> I'm just know. running. I just love that game. Guys, give it a shot if you're interested. I am getting closer to getting all of the cultists in Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Nice. I only have a handful left including all of the ones you have to sail uh, like get on the water in your boat because uh, fuck boat battles in Assassin's Creed.
1: I do like that part. I do like watching Jesse do
0: those. Yeah, I don't. I super don't. (laughs) Well,
1: mind you, I don't have to play.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Um, My thing is, I have found I I binged in way too fast of time Uh um, a new show on Netflix that everyone should, I don't know, I super enjoyed it. Tell me. Away. Away. It is on Netflix. It stars Hilary Swank. It is set like in today's-ish, it could be a few years in the future, um, and it follows the Earth's first mission to Mars, Ooh. and it has lots of- human Oh, a
1: historical d- drama.
0: It's a historical drama. <laughs> it has lots of human drama for Grace. Yes, I like that. Um, and it's fairly, it's one of those ones where it's like, they made clear efforts to be, you know, scientifically accurate. Yeah. You know, there's obviously some, like, nice rounded corners in there to, to nice. <laughs> make Away the story. Away on Netflix. Um, but it was... uh, It was... You can tell everyone put, like, the research in, I think. I'm into it. do uh, oh And Mike Massimino has a cameo. And I pretty much, you know, if Mike Massimino's gonna give sure. his thumbs up to it, I'm down. If he's got a stamp of approval on it. Yeah. And actually... Done. It's a super, super, super minor thing from this episode, but we have one of those moments where um, Zelenka just kind of talks to him, like talks to himself, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. in Czech. And that's one of the things about this show that I, I don't know, strangely really appreciated. the um, The crew to Mars is from five different countries, so obviously English is not the first language right. of everyone there, and they actually have a subplot of of like flashbacks of one of the one of the astronauts having a hard time learning English and being like, Why is English the language of this mission? <laughs> I kinda like that. And so but it's the small I like that small thing and they're happening more and more and more in shows where it's like, No, if the characters like first language isn't English, they're like not going to speak English when they're talking to themselves or talking yeah. to someone else from their country or in their family or something. Yeah,
1: everybody has a preferred language that we think in.
0: And you know, obviously Star Trek, everyone spoke English and and I think a lot of that was just, you know, didn't want subtitles and there is a percentage of the population where they, you know, don't want to read the subtitles Uh but I like that we are getting... You know, we are embracing, you know, yeah. subtitles and embracing not having to only have English on a show, even if it is mainly for an English speaking... Uh, it is
1: an interesting shift in culture. I yeah. think it's kind of cool. Tomb Raider gives you this option called, like, immersive uh-huh. play to where... So, you can choose, like, you have to interact with characters. So, you can either choose to have them speak English or have them speak their native language That's with subtitles. Cool. Which is really interesting. Yeah. And so, I sit there and, like, a lot of it's Spanish, but a lot of it is not. A lot of it's yeah. like the native people's uh-huh. tongues. And so, I sit there and I watch, I'll, like, replay a phrase over <laughs> and over to see if I can pull it apart for grammar. Uh huh. And, oh my like, God, it's not, it's not going to happen.
0: <laughs> well, I also found. Um... Here's a shocker for no one. What my favorite food is tacos Uh of all kinds. I just love tacos. (laughs) You and Jesse alike. Just they're my favorite. Um, and I found this documentary on Netflix. It's like the Taco Chronicles or the Chronicle (laughs) of Tacos or something along those. And I was like, yes, give me a ten-part documentary series on tacos. tacos," each episode focuses on a different type of tacos <laughs> and I started watching and I was like this will be cr- it, it, it's, it's not in English Oh, uh, it's hard to
1: be background when you don't yes it is completely
0: language. was film produced everything in Mexico nice. so I'm like I can't watch this while I'm working so I did it over my lunch break and I was like "Oh, I got that one nope okay so I was trying yeah, to, like, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> see. <laughs> I'm telling you, my dad still swears that that's the best way he learned English.
0: I can imagine if I want to try to rehash any of my Spanish language skills. Well, if just nothing keep else, watching. It, it
1: helps you with pronunciation and, like, yeah. the rhythm of the language you're trying to 100%. speak. 100%. Because you can know exactly what a word says when you read it. That doesn't mean you know how to say it.
0: That's actually my problem in English as well. Oh, hey, look at that. Um, because I grew up reading things and I still say the class, it, the English class, where they taught you in like, I don't know, second, third grade, uh-huh. first grade, where they're like, here's how you pronounce and sound out a word. Okay. I was dead <laughs> at the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, there's a lot of words where I'm like, I can give you the definition. I can yeah. use it in a sentence. I can, like, can't spell it. That's a whole other story. Yeah. I know the word, but ask me to read it out loud, and I'm like... No. You've seen me pronounce shit on this podcast, guys. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I like that you've said we've seen you pronounce it, because I think I'm the only one who's got that luxury,
0: and it's just as fun as it sounds. <laughs> i could i could literally in my notes have it phonetically and i'm still like
1: there are some words that i think i've shared with you guys phonetically like at work i'll do Uh it too and it's like no the hurricane oh what was the hurricane god i can't remember its name i don't
0: know but that one i could it was phonetically in front of me and i'm still like i putting a k yeah and like a silent f in there i don't even know that's amazing adding like an end things. for some reason i think i add ends
1: um you add syllables yeah. and you do add ends to things <laughs> and i'm like there's not that many uh, you know what i've learned is that jesse does it too I mean, here's what i think i think your guys's brains are moving too fast so you're like i've got the word it's locked away i don't need to sit here long enough to understand how to pronounce it
0: hundred percent my brain moves too fast yeah And it's funny. um, I combine words to get it out faster. I I had like a moment of wisdom
1: that I shared with Jesse. So I'll share with you because he was lamenting the other day that he's like, maybe my brain just doesn't move fast enough. And i was like, no, no. (laughs) Your brain's there. The problem is that you don't listen to it. (laughs) You have to listen to your brain, which I felt sounded very profound. But I think that's
0: what it is. Yeah. It's like
1: you guys are moving so fast that you don't even listen to your own.
0: I don't, my, I, yeah, my brain works way faster than like the rest of me. Yeah. Can go. <laughs> yeah. Everything's fine. Everything is fine.
1: Um, Other than that, I'm going to read Dune in one day. uh Uh-huh.
0: I've decided. Have
1: fun. It's going to happen.
0: I don't think I could read the crib notes in one day for Dune.
1: (laughs) I'm not going to read it. (laughs) I'm going to have it. Jesse's absolutely right. He predicted that it will be sitting in front of me as I scroll through my phone. Yep. So scroll through Reddit. Yep. (laughs) Um,
0: But the Dune trailer was really good. That came out this week. Dune trailer was fantastic. Well, that was the
1: impetus for like I'm gonna read the book. I'm gonna read Dune, but it's gotta be done this week because school starts next week. I'm huh? not panicking. Everything's fine. Is fine. With that. You're good. Everything's fine. You're great. This isn't gonna be too hard at all. No, you got only easy classes left. So many easy you're classes. Fine. Except I don't, because <laughs> I took a humanities class. Because I was like, I should really get into. I mean, a you're a human. I am a human. Done. <laughs> I passed. <laughs> you are human. I just have to pass. That's the, that's the en- my mantra for the this The entire
0: year. class is just one of those like like when you do something online and it's like are how, you a robot? Yeah, it's the robot of like how many of these have cars okay, in them? Okay, but those
1: are hard <laughs> and stressful. <laughs> How many times have you seen, like, a sliver of, like, that's technically a car in that one? Do I select that? Oh, that's I selected.
0: Listen, it says how many have cars. If there's a pixel of a car in there, I'm pressing it because it has a car.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Everything's hard. Okay. Okay. Just kidding. Everything's fine. I hope you guys are all okay. Um,. I wanted to share that. There's a lot of pictures of wildfires and just things
0: happening. Yeah.
1: 2020, man. We don't need to get into it. Oh, but 2020. If you are still listening to us, fucking thanks for being here. Yeah, seriously. And we love you. And I hope that this is fun. Okay.
0: We hope that we are a small distraction in the middle of the chaos. On with the farts. Let chaos reign. March. <laughs> I'm 10- gonna get that dick. 2006. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was our Critical Role reference for the day.
0: I'm gonna you, get that dick. I'm gonna get that dick. So this is written by Martin Garrow, directed by Andy Makeda. Uh, the, the guest star this week is a two-fold guest star. We have the voice of a Connor Trenere. Okay. Um, but he was not able to be on set. That's Michael, right? Yes. Okay. I think it was because, like... I read, I read, I think in one of the wikis that he like, you know, had a kid being born or something, but I don't know. That's, I mean, it's not like that's big. No, it's fine. Um, So anyway, instead, the Michael person Uh is played by Brent State. Okay, I
1: was wondering because I didn't feel like it looked like the same guy, but I was like, it looks
0: close. Yeah, I mean, they did a decent job with makeup. The voice is Connor Trinneer. Okay, it is on set Brent State, who you have seen before in Stargate. Go into your Wayback machine. Okay, I'm To here. the first couple episodes of Stargates. Oh. Do you remember a Major Lewis Ferretti? That name sounds familiar. Yeah, he does. Who was he? He was, uh, he was like, he was uh, technically Ferretti's in the movie. He was one of the first, he was on the first team to go through the Stargate, but he was played by a different actor... I think for may be wow. the one that was played by French Stewart in the film. Wow. I think.
1: Okay, that sounds familiar to yeah. you. Okay, I remember that. Um, I'm laughing not only at this, but because a, a black dog that we have just laid <laughs> looks, in white powder.
0: He just looks like he's been, he's in the 80s right now. Well, I'd see, yeah, <laughs>
1: I thought was, um, he's been like... Like, he looks like he's part of the uruk Like, it's all very oh, tribal-looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> from my angle, it just looked like he was in Wall Street in the 80s. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um hanging out with Scarface.
0: But also, um, Brent State is speaking of uh, and- Andromeda. You know, we've had okay. a number of characters. Last episode, we had someone who was also on Andromeda. He is Rev Bem from Andromeda. Rev Bev Redemption. He is Rev Bev Redemption from Andromeda. Dream. I don't know anything. It's a a character that's, again, heavy prosthetics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right on. Uh, He's kind of... He's sort of a a cleric of the show. Okay. You know? Okay, I like clerics. Yeah. I like a good cleric. So previously on Stargate, Mm -hmm. you remember that whole Michael issue? Yeah. Incidents. Experiments. Previously on Moral Quandaries. Mission. And what the fuck are we doing? Quest. Thing I watched AKA Lord of the Rings.
1: Consequences of our actions.
0: <laughs> there you go. Hundred <laughs> uh, percent, guys. I watched Lord of the Rings again in its entirety. Um. Oh, and the hive ship's coming. Oh right. So we come right in at the very end of that countdown. a Couple minutes left, and Taylor and Ronan have just finished relocating the Ethosians back to the city for protection. Mm-hmm. And I love the comment that they're like, "Yeah, we're just used to being like the children of divorced parents and bouncing between yeah, homes." Go. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> from the from the mainland to the city. To yeah. the mainland to the city. Yeah. Nobody wants us. Um, and one hive ship is... The one hive ship is almost there. Their cloak is up at the city. Okay. And the Daedalus is far enough away, like, not to give them a weight immediately. Okay. Um... And also, John and McKay are on the Orion. They're also a distance away. Everybody's kind of, like, strategically placed. Yes. Yeah. For sure. They have had time for prep to get their possible, like, surprise round in, if need be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It also has been a month since the last episode. And do not think McKay has stopped telling anyone how much of a miracle it is that he got Orion up and running
1: yeah in case I think that's why they send him off with it like at some point where he's like I can't (laughs) listen to you anymore so that was like the the thing right it was everybody wanted to go on the Orion Mm -hmm. and so her way of mitigating that was to be like fine McKay's going on the Orion. <laughs> exactly, now yeah. who wants to go on it? And so that's how you found suddenly out who it's like really It's no like okay, it's like, well, I guess I really wanted to go, so I'll deal with it.
0: We have no clue how Orion's gonna do in battle, but she's here, she's running, and she's flying. Like she not go. There's still plenty to fix and there's still plenty of that fix it or we die mentality yeah. that was central to McKay's story last episode. Yep. And the countdown ends. And the Hive ship arrives in or- geosynchronous orbit around the planet. Exciting. And after a very tense moment of waiting. I mean, basically the Hive is just doing that slow drive-by past the house to see if anyone's home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Hive finally sends a audio signal. It's like, yo, we know you're home. We know you're there. We mean no harm. And calls out we're by name.
1: Interesting.
0: And they also recognize the voice. Interesting. Definitely Michael. Well,
1: it's a good thing that we got the actor. Otherwise, they wouldn't have recognized the voice. They yeah. would have been like, who is this? Uh-huh. But don't recognize your voice. It's
0: very important. Voices. And credits. <laughs>
1: this, I feel like this was a good build-up credit scene. We yeah. haven't had a good one like this in a while. It was a
0: good cold open. Yeah. So when we come back, Weir is like, I'm interested in talking. Caldwell goes, fuck no. John kind of is on that same trend. Like, if we talk to them, it's just going to be able to help them lock their weapons on. Right. Just triangulate the signal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, wisely, we're just like, hey, Taylor, what are you thinking? Right. Hey, 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 Pegasus natives
1: hey, who have spent your life with, fighting with a the conscience. <laughs> because I clearly don't know where the fuck mine went. <laughs> This episode,
0: this plotline, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Taylor's agrees with John. Carson it's-
1: and Taylor should be the only ones allowed to make decisions. From here on out, <laughs> all the others are making some questionable choices. Questionable choices. Okay, I'm done.
0: You know, it's one of those where. These are the things that yeah, I find. I'm sitting
1: in my judgment seat. I, just no, so it 100% we're.
0: is, because I think sometimes where it's like I'd totally be on Taylor and Carson's side, but at the same time you go, but what if I really was on Atlantis in the middle of this shit? Yeah. Would I still be on that side? Yeah, no, and
1: I let's be clear, I'm completely shit talking. I am backseat this is, quarterbacking. Yeah. Monday morning Atlantising. I don't know what you would call it. It's this. like I'd
0: like to think that I'm what. What you know would be a voice of Tayla,
1: yeah, but ultimately would be Carson, where we're like, This isn't right, but I'm gonna do whatever the Uh fuck you tell me anyway. Basically, yeah, (laughs) let's be real.
0: Um, the the, neither her or Ronan have ever heard of the Wraith just like asking to talk like this, like this is new. So instead, wisely, they don't just signal back to Mm -hmm. the hive ship, they bounce the signal around.
1: They, they use a call block. It's like, yep. what was it the opposite of Star 69? Like, there was a way to block the calls. Oh, I don't
0: even know. Uh...
1: I never
0: did anything that would have to block the call. Oh, I used to... <laughs> I, <don't...
1: laughs> I wouldn't either. I don't know. I don't know.
0: I was not the person who did phones.
1: It was fun, too, because those things always felt like nobody ever... There was no official place to find these. There probably was. They were probably in the phone book. Probably. But knowing to star 69 or knowing how to block your call. Or how to, like, I felt like those are all just, like...
0: Hacks. It was, like,
1: hidden menu Uh items (laughs) at in and out Yeah. (laughs) Okay, I'm dead. So
0: they bounce a signal around um, between, like, through the data list. They're going to. And they do have the confidence that, like, if shit comes down to it... Mm. Between Atlantis and the two ships, like, they can take on the Hive ship. Yeah. So Zelenka arrives on the scene. Great Zelenka episode. Yeah. Um, they, the radio bounce is ready to bounce.
1: It's bouncy now.
0: And I would like to just picture, because apparently Michael's impatient, just him on the ship tapping his foot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, come on. Let's get this shit. Let's go. So, weir gives Michael a call. And... We do need to emphasize how, right off the bat, both sides are like, I don't fucking trust you, you don't fucking trust me. Yep. (laughs) There is no trust here.
1: There's- none of this is about trust. All of this is about- Survival. How do we fuck everyone else so that we don't get fucked? Yes.
0: Yep. And we learn all the wraith woke up just over two years ago, so it's been just over two years since- the pilot episode, since right. we first got to Atlantis, right? And all the hive ships woke up early because they're like, "Hey, here's Earth, a great new feeding ground." Here's my flaw with them just going, "Oh, Earth is a new feeding ground." Mm-hmm. Earth would feed like what two hives?
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Now, I will say that it doesn't seem like they allow any of the planets here in the Pegasus to get up to Earth populations.
1: The, if anything to them, it's just like a big meal. It's like a big, it's like a, a buffet.
0: Yeah. But I think the bigger thing is we, they would then have access to the Milky Way galaxy's food right. sources, which we know Milky Way is much larger than the Pegasus galaxy.
1: True. True.
0: Um... So everybody woke up thinking this new feeding ground had been discovered, and
1: here's the find- thing with the race. There's yeah. no, there's no vision for the future. There's no. no foresight. Leave a couple planets to breed. Yeah. Leave yourself some like grow some more food before you yeah. eat them all. Yeah. Okay, that's all.
0: Um, and and unfortunately, finding Earth has not been easy, which no one is sad to hear. Yeah. And for the first time ever. That the Wraith can remember, I guess. I don't know what type of Wraith written history exists. <laughs> yeah, uh, There's too few humans to feed all the Wraith. Yay. And so there is now a civil war going on between um between Captain America and Iron Man. <laughs> yep. Alliances are forming. Um and Michael won't say if his hive is among the weak or the strong. Uh-huh. You know? But the point of Michael coming to help is they want Carson's retrovirus. To make food with! Because Soylent Green is people's. Mm -hmm. They want to turn all their enemy Wraith into an alternative food source. I wonder if a Wraith has ever tried eating a Wraith. I can only imagine they have in desperate times. Yeah. I mean, maybe they're like grace we're not that awful yeah we're i know not cannibals we're not we're not cannibals there's a big difference yeah it's only okay if you have turned them into humans yes and for good faith a symbol of good faith they are sending atlantis the wraith jamming codes <laughs> which would apply to all wraith ships
1: yeah
0: um which lots of fun can be do- done with those yeah. that's for sure And, again, when they send it, where is a smart fucking cookie and is Mm -hmm. like, make sure it's downloaded onto a computer that's off the network and all firewalled off. Yeah. So, that's... the one thing, a big bonus, is that if Michael is to be believed at all, this is the only hive ship that knows that Atlanta survived. Right. Which also becomes... You know, a bit of a blackmail tool later on. Yeah, 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 (laughs) yeah, yeah. But at least not all of them know right now. Uh Uh-huh. Conference room. Everyone's there, including Carson. So the Hive hasn't attacked, and they let the Daedalus just come and land without being assholes about it. Right. And Orion, they're still keeping Orion in their back pocket.
1: Right, right, which is smart. You kind of need to.
0: Yeah, because they know they have Daedalus. They don't know they have Orion. But yeah. McKay, meanwhile, is just Christmas goddamn morning with this Wraith data. Well,
1: that's a lot of... Uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun info that he's been trying to get his hands on yeah. for a while.
0: And with it, McKay's pretty sure he can figure out how to send a nuke through the Wraith shields. Mm-hmm. Um, including Michaels, if need be. Yeah. And especially because it sounds like they're just going to let McKay and the team test everything out on this. This is when
1: all the belts sh- should have gone off.
0: You know when it sounds too good to be true.
1: It is but I think when you're also hoping for anything yeah. you're willing to take on
0: and, you're willing
1: to believe.
0: You know later when they're talking with the queen you know she does I will say she rolls a good persuasion roll when she yeah. sells it. She's like I don't care what like limitations you put on this, we just want the retrovirus. Yeah. We'll play by your rules to get the retrovirus. Well
1: yeah, and it's it's a smart move by
0: the well we'll get there. We'll yeah. get there. Um so John points out that this really was basically what our idea was going to be for the retrovirus, turn the wraith into humans. Yeah. I mean the only downside he can see is that we're working with the Wraith to do it. Yeah. And which, yeah. Carson, because he's Mr. Bright Spot, which is why I sometimes identify with him is like, well, at least something good will have come out with this project, will this experiment. It, though? because he hasn't realized yet, like, fully the realizations of what the Wraith are planning on doing. That with they're this. just trying to make cattle. Yeah. But he's like, at least we will be as he he still sees it as freeing the Wraith from their shape and form. From this shape and form. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I think, which is why I loved the the episode Michael so much, when Michael really does go, like, this is not something to fix.
1: Yeah, I'm fine like this. I was born this way, baby.
0: Yeah. And like, that part hasn't really sunk into Carson yet. Yeah. Um, Caldwell's, like, working with the Wraith is the downside. Like, (laughs) point blank. No good can come from that part. Yep. Weir asks Ronan when he thinks he's the last voice not heard from in the room and mm-hmm. he's like, fucking let's do it. Like, if Wraith wants to kill other Wraith, he's more than happy to help them kill other Wraith.
1: Yeah. But again, Ronan's thinking so simplistically. It's just, they're so eager to believe something good at this point. And I think that ends up being the downfall.
0: Yes, I also think, to Ronan's point of view of, like, even if it goes south, we're gonna end up killing Wraith. Right. Right. He's like, all outcomes lead to Wraith dying.
1: Yeah, therefore, let's do it.
0: Yeah. Okay, so we're doing this. Hamilton.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I do like that Taylor's like, I just want, for the record, to show that I thought this is some fucked up shit. Yeah,
0: which is why... Woo! everybody's fine it's fine there was a bug really needed to get got by producer Puppas uh-huh. um, which is why I love this next scene with John and Taylor yeah. in the hallway John catches up with Tayla and and basically she's like no I'm not fucking down for this I'm yeah. super way not fucking down yep. for this I don't trust the wraith as far as I can throw them mm-hmm. but we don't have an option right now yeah
1: this is the worst of all choices, and yet it's the only one we've got.
0: Yeah, all choices are shitty, but this yeah. is the best of the shitty yeah. ones.
1: <laughs> right, I mean, let's keep going. <laughs> I just want to see what's about to happen. Guys, this is a very dog-heavy episode. I'm going to describe to y'all yeah. what just happened. Please so, do. So from... We are sitting inside the, what's, like, the patio of our backyard... But there's no screens on the patio, so it's just this like steel no. frame. No. This this metal frame. So so a doggo just climbed from the outside yeah. onto a bench that is on the inside. He climbed of the frame. over the
0: back of the bench. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Over the back, like cool kid style. Uh-huh. And then very Rikerish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then just kind of like sat down like, what's up?
0: But the best part is, is as I'm talking, I can see him contemplating this and then getting another step higher. He
1: definitely telegraphs his moves.
0: And then put both paws over. Yeah.
1: He's not a ninja yet. (laughs) Whereas Stormy just flew through a panel. Yeah. Which was the big noise you heard before and did not telegraph his moves because he is a ninja.
0: He also just barges. So he's like, I'm going to hit all the metal.
1: Yeah. And,
0: uh... It's going to be an interesting day. All so anyway, right. Taylor, she clarifies also to John mm-hmm. about the episode, Michael. She's like, I did not agree with you with this experiment. I did not come around to your side of the yeah. experiment. I chose to put my trust in you. There's a big difference in that.
1: Uh, yep, yeah.
0: And I, I know love, that move. I love that clarification that she makes.
1: I know that... I know that line so hard. There are times yeah. in in my life where domestic partner, boyfriend, fiancé, Jesse and I are having a conversation about something and then I finally just go, I love you and I trust you. Yep. And I'm walking away from this. Yep. You do what you gotta do. Yep. And and I think I, I, I feel this so hard with Taylor where she's like, this is not what I would do. I don't, I no longer have an opinion on this because I would not do any of this stuff. So this is beyond what I can manage.
0: Yeah, and, and I, I really-
1: <laughs> Um, so for the B-plot, it'll be how many times can we get attacked by Puppos? Or just they disrupted just by Puppos?
0: ran full speed into the side.
1: Like, at me. Um, they they propelled themselves like little rockets towards us.
0: Yeah, and just kind of you know how when you're learning inline skates yeah, yeah, and yeah. you only know how to break by running into something? That's how they run. That's how they stopped. Yeah. Um but yeah, no, I, I I think it is it's also I think a moment of real personal growth, I think, when you get to that point in your life where you can and Truly, say, I'm going to trust someone, even when it goes against this what. This isn't I want what to I do. would do.
1: I don't want. Yeah, this mm-hmm. doesn't feel like what my
0: choice would be, but. I trust you in the in the choice. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And she also does not trust that creating an alternate food source is the only plan the Wraith have for this. Right. Uh,
1: the spidey senses tingle. Yeah. Heyla, why didn't we listen to you? And
0: again, it's 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 something where it's like you guys have known the wraith for two years. Mm-hmm. I have not only known the wraith my entire life, but like my people have known the wraith for it's generations. All of our recorded history. Yeah. So the wraith are just chilling in orbit. Still, we see them drop a dart down, head to the planet. We get some nice. F three hundred and two escorts, escortes. <laughs> uh, we're really hoping they're doing the right thing. Sure, you're not. You're not.
1: You're not. Yeah, you. I feel like she knows she's not. But I they also
0: like... know they kind of have no other options. That, that's
1: exactly what I was gonna say. I think she knows they're not doing the right thing. I think she's more hoping, like, God, I hope I find a way out of this yeah. some, somewhere through it.
0: And we get some beautiful shots mm-hmm. of the wraith. Dart landing yeah, in the city. It's pretty cool stuff. And we get some very dramatic shots of the Wraith being led down the hallways of Atlantis. Um, there is a white clothed figure in the lead that we do not see who it is yet. Yep. And there is no shortage of force being shown by Atlantis.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, expected.
0: Yeah. Um, Michael is not the one leading this party of Wraith. No. Nope. That would be the Queen. Wraith Queen. So, in Weir's office, she lays down some terms. Yeah. Look, we're willing to work together, but there will be only three wraith allowed into the city at any time. There will be extremely high security, and the queen is like, yeah, do whatever you fucking want.
1: Her weird diplomacy boundary check is what's happening yeah. right now, and the queen's like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's just, no we code. just
0: want the retrovirus, we'll do whatever you need us to do to get it. Yeah. Give me the drugs. In, in the lab... Carson and Zelinka are this part so socially distancing from the wraith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who's who's there with them? Um, who we you know don't don't know the name of? Yeah. Uh, does not respond when Carson's like, "What do I call you?" It, it well, it's fun. It's like, what is your ne- do you have a ne- what? <laughs> the, How shit oh, Okay, bye. <laughs> the nervous, awkward energy is uh-huh. so delightful and oh, yeah. so. Uh, why are you looking at me? Me it's, personally, uh, Nixie, why are you looking at me? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm
1: in this picture and I don't like it. Yes. Yeah. It's this idea where they're still trying not to, one, piss it off mm-hmm. or offend it. Mm-hmm. But it's also naturally their, that's their approach to not pissing someone yes. off is to socially engage them. Uh-huh. And they're like, I don't, I, how do I, what do I... Okay, I got, I'm going to go over here now. I
0: don't, I don't know.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The most nervous dudes in the world.
0: Yeah. So there's been some slight refinement in the retrovirus, we learned, since Michael. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are looking at spreading it with an aerosolized gas. Yeah. Uh, there are some unique requirements. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To spreading it on a hive ship. I tried to look into the different, like, dispersion methods that they talk about here. Yeah. <laughs> even barking at we're
1: having a day
0: y'all we're having a day
1: you guys are gonna get this entire run (laughs) i'm gonna tell you guys a secret yeah okay yeah so the bark that you heard if you can hear them the first Uh one was drake and uh, so he's he ran to the corner of the yard And barked at something.
0: Like, into the sky. Into the sky. It was like he was letting off the, uh, the, like, warning alert.
1: So here's what I've learned, is he is an agent of chaos. Yes, he is a
0: follower of the Traveler. And will
1: bark at the nothing to get the other dogs going.
0: (laughs) Because he's now just wandering around the yard fine. Yeah,
1: because Stormy was laying down and he wanted to play with him. (laughs) so that was his move but then it gets Stormy going which then gets the neighbor's dogs going so I'm like can you not rile up the entire world No. No. at some point the neighbors are going to not want to have any more of it
0: no he just wants to play yep that is a happier move than when I was saying I was looking into some of the different dispersal methods that they mention and considering the first place it took me was an article on chemical warfare. I just oh, yeah. skip that and just trust the link I was going
1: to say, you know, I'm sitting here watching this episode and I'm thinking, what would happen if they got, if we got a virus for, like a a, 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 a vaccine for, for coronavirus yeah. and then tried to aerosol it into the world? Yeah. People... Would lose their minds. We would be like, no, the government's trying to kill us. It's raining now, <laughs> and I'm just wondering how long it's going to take these dogs to come inside. This is the
0: greatest episode They're not recording in. ever,
1: guys. This is just our lives, and I, I'm, I'm sorry, but I also think this just may be what we're dealing with this today. This is a
0: part of our charm, you know. <laughs> it was bound to happen guys this is the charm of our podcast yo um you got dogs you have uh, cicadas you have rain um I don't even know that I want to edit this out guys this is very
1: strange and I don't know what to do (laughs) this um, is our we're recording socially distant this is the only space we can do it and it's gonna it's
0: gonna (laughs) rain for a while (laughs) mowing the lawn. Yeah, someone's mowing the lawn. Fuck it. We're Fuck s- it. We're going. We're, gonna we're going to go record in. as long as we can, guys. This is,
1: you know what? We're making a decision, like we did. It may not be <laughs> the right decision,
0: but we're going to move forward in hopes that something comes out the other we're end. We're going to see how well this can happen. We're going to poop out a podcast. Hopefully, guys, you like the sound of rain on the roof like I do. <laughs> this is it. Yeah, and it, of course, it's a tin roof. <laughs> rain on a hot tin roof. Yeah. Okay, so...
1: Uh (laughs) (laughs) yeah no you know what this is appropriate for the episode that we're doing yes things are shitty mcshitter Sense. there's aerosol gases (laughs) we're trying to gas the wraith also let's give the two most nervous men in the world gas
0: yeah and then have them talk to a wraith and explosions. Yeah, um, right. because they also tried They also tried dispersing it with explosive means, which is a way that you disperse chemical warfare. Yeah, no, apparently, no. Please come join us, <laughs> domestic partner boyfriend Jesse.
1: Everything's gotten weird. We're rolling through it, and we're recording anyway.
0: So a third of their tests. <laughs> he ran back inside. <laughs> a third of the tests that they tried to like explosive. Yeah, 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 Dissemination. Um, ignited. Just... just Ignited. It's just fire. I mean, you kill Wraith. Listen. (laughs) I was about to make a comparison between trying to disseminate the gas via an explosive and the gender reveals in California, but I decided not to, but then I also said it's still... It's dark. It's dark. It's raining out, though, so it helps. Okay. But don't worry. They call when the when the virus ignites on fire from the explosive. They call it flashing.
1: Yeah. Well, and I love I love Carson's little move here. (laughs) The little coat flash. It's like, did Carson just
0: flash us? Yes, he did. Okay. Just checking. Yes, he did. So, the Wraith tried to gas weapons long ago for something else, and Carson and, and Roddick quickly stop laughing when they realize how dark the Wraith scientist is. Yeah. He's just like, Well, we found that when you fire at the enemy, there's just explosive decompression, and obviously that's not the plan we want because that will kill the Wraith. We want the Wraith alive, just in human form. It's like, ha ha,
1: ha ha <laughs> ha. This is <laughs> fine. Awkward laugh. Yeah. <laughs>
0: is what this episode is. This episode is called Awkward this Laugh. This episode is get a fucking fuckton of fuckery. This episode is called 2020. So McKay is looking over the wraith, the wraith data still. Pretty excited. He's learned more in the past hour than he has in the previous two years on the Wraith. And Hermia doesn't possess the adrenal gland that produces epinephrine.
1: Yeah.
0: That's not the right word.
1: Um... Uh... uh, endorphins?
0: Endorphins was probably what it said. I don't remember. It was really early when I wrote it. Um, I just wrote that they were having an arrogance volley. They, 100%. It was like, it was it was pong with arrogance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, He doesn't impress easily, and he's been ready for a while. McKay's (laughs) the one taking the time. Yeah. So McKay radios the hive. uh, In a much smoother tone than I would have. Again, send the awkward people to communicate with the Wraith. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ask permission from the Wraith hive ship to beam over a small something-something mm-hmm. while the Wraith are actively jamming them, just for some trial and error to start. Just to test things. So I just want to play Hacker Man for a little while. You know, and at some point, we know that the Wraith are like, yep, you totally got that through our sensors. Oh, you
1: did it. They're like the big lion when the baby lion
0: uh-huh. like gets them, and he's like, oh, that hurt so bad. Um, okay. So, not sure who called whom into this room,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but this is also an incredible Taylor scene. Yeah. Taylor meets Michael in the isolation room he woke up in, and Ronan yeah. insisted on coming along as well, because that's who Ronan is.
1: Well, yeah. I-, I don't think that any of us would let Taylor into that room alone. Well, no, and Specifically I Specifically also... a Ronan.
0: But also, Ronan doesn't like McKay go to the ship on his own either. Like, it's just Ronan.
1: Ronan's like big brothering all of them. All of them. Yeah.
0: So, Michael's like, look, absolutely, I was going to feed on you last time we saw each other, but if it makes you feel better, <laughs> it wasn't out of choice. It was purely out of instinct. I
1: mean, I was going to kill you, but I wasn't going to kill It wasn't premeditated murder. <laughs>
0: It was instinctual murder. It was just, uh,
1: yeah, a random act of... He's like, olive branch, sort of, maybe? (laughs) And she's
0: like, nah, bro. And Michael claims that he now has a very, very rare perspective among the wraith.
1: Guys, guys, I wasn't gonna premeditatively
0: (laughs) murder them. I was just having a moment of passion. Look, no wraith thinks of any humans more than, like, ants. Just like a food source that happens to have maybe some intelligence. Christ. You know,
1: that's all. It's not. Yeah, you're not doing a great job. He's not. <laughs> Michael.
0: You know, I, I, I. He's trying. He's trying to be like, look, the Wraith are real shitty. I'm slightly less shitty. He's like, at least
1: I know I'm shitty.
0: Exactly. I mean,
1: I'm not going to be any less shitty because of it. No,
0: but I'm aware of my shittiness. Yeah.
1: I know I have a problem.
0: <laughs> Isn't that enough for you people? <laughs> Jesus. And Taylor's like, you know, look, you eat us to survive, and we experiment on you to survive. Let's <laughs> just go <laughs> <called> even. <laughs>
1: Anything let's just call it everyone do, is awful. can do
0: better. <laughs> can do everything better than just you. Just balance
1: the scales of terribleness. Uh-huh. And let's just call it a day and everybody doesn't sleep at night. The end. Bye.
0: I do like that Michael calls Taylor out a little bit. He's like, no, you didn't do it to like you. I thought you did what you did to help me. That's what you said. Mm. You said you were trying to help me. Yep. Like we know that's bullshit, but at least you're not going along with the bullshit line anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah either way there are two sides here and they're not as different as you think, Taylor. Which she quickly takes offense at. Yep. But also, it's... Listen. You never feed trolls on the internet. No. You know on the internet it's pointless to argue with trolls. Yeah. Tayla knows this. Mm-hmm. Don't argue with the troll. Just let the troll think what it's gonna think yeah. and just walk away. But it's also not terribly wrong, so there's that. Yeah. And And Michael knows... I like this line that Michael has here. Okay. And he doesn't have too much more in this episode after this line. And he goes out on a high point, I think. Because he's just going to disappear the whole second half of the episode. Yeah. Michael knows that to make the alliance work, they must overcome the instincts that define us. I mean, that's...
1: He... That's true.
0: It is. It is. I think it's actually... Especially if you take it out of the perspective of, like, eating people.
1: If the things didn't end the way they did in this episode I would almost be like oh there's a hope for Michael to be someone that we could communicate with
0: yeah like not fully it, one of those enemy of it, the enemy is my Teal-c, friend it's not you know no, being not turned Teal-c.
1: like it's not Teal'c being turned from, from what he thought was real no. to the, no but there was a hope for a conversation yes until the shit hits the fan again majorly yeah
0: I actually really like this whole line about like working to overcome the instincts that define us. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, for example, if you take it again on the perspective of trying to eat people to survive, uh, like I'm trying real hard to pick up a running habit. Oh uh, sure. Um, my instinct in the morning is to cuddle up with coffee yeah. and crafting in the corner of the couch and a blanket and watch the sunrise. Yeah. That is the instinct that I have to overcome.
1: <laughs> yeah. To move, to change. <laughs>
0: to, like, try to have a slightly healthier aspect of my life. Well,
1: that's the idea, right? Is if we're sentient, we're conscious enough to know the difference between, like, instinct and, and conscious decision choice. Yeah. and choice, then it's on us to learn uh-huh. to overcome the instinct to change, if that's our what we're choosing to do. And
0: sometimes the instinct is so comfy. Sometimes
1: it's just bedtime.
0: Yep. Um, Michael doesn't think they're gonna meet again after this and Taylor's just like bye Felicia and See walks ya. away we
1: will not meet again I'm gonna use that every time I leave a room from here on <laughs> out although 2020 has been dark enough to where maybe I shouldn't cause people yeah. are like are you gonna die yeah alright
0: so, r- random note on bye and I don't know why this reminded me um, I used to and I still have it as a signature line in a lot of my emails I put Namari a farewell in elvish oh and so i've put like namari and then they'll sign at nix and there have been more than i can count on my hands since college people that they when they write back think that namari is my name
1: that makes sense (laughs) i would think that
0: yeah because it's,
1: because it's w- not everybody knows that. Not
0: everyone knows, and it's one of those things where I have be like, "Oh, not everyone realizes." Not that's everybody selfish. speaks
1: <laughs> Elvish, Nixie. I know, but it's so hard to remember that not everyone speaks Elvish. It's it's an important thing to learn. <laughs>
0: I legitimately may more know may know more Elvish and Klingon than I do in like Spanish, like an <laughs> <in> actual functional <laughs> language
1: in the world. Um one of uh one of our coworkers does this thing that at first I was like it's a little different but now I love it because she just she writes regards yeah and I'm like I love that because it's so muted that mm-hmm. you could read it any way you want it could be like re motherfucking guards <laughs> or it could yeah. be like regards yeah. from the other side yeah. of the war
0: I, uh, I've tended to do... I, I now save Namarié for, like, the right emails. Yeah. And I now do cheers. Not bad. Yeah. I feel I like, like it. it's another one that can be flexible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as soon as Taylor's out of the room, Ronan, without any hesitation, faster than a goddamn lightning He's bolt, like, can I kill it now? ...has a blaster to Michael's head, who... Michael seems like he was expecting this.
1: I think he almost wants it.
0: Yeah. And, and Ronan is proving his point, as as Michael says. Like, Ronan's instinct is to kill Michael. Every fiber in Ronan wants to kill Michael. Like, but Ronan has to remember the consequences that will come from killing Michael.
1: Oh, remember that AKA that we had?
0: <laughs> That's all. And if it was up to Ronan and Michael cuts him off, but it's not up to you, Ronan. Is it, though? In such a shut-down, demissive, like, you are a nothing-in-this-situation You don't move.
1: actually, yeah, it's a, it's, an, it's a good button to push on Ronan if you're yeah. trying to piss him off. Yeah. It's Just remind him that he's just a grunt at the yeah. end of the day.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because that's gonna hurt.
0: And with a little extra fuck you, Ronan walks away. Uh-huh. I wish you'd just like hit him. Well, there is. A, I find the most telling part of this entire scene to me is almost the sigh of relief that Michael has at the very end after yeah. Ronan walks out. And it makes you wonder if he was bluffing that entire time.
1: Oh, I think he was playing this game without knowing whether it would work or not. Like, just hoping that it would.
0: Would killing Michael actually affect anything in this outcome?
1: No. I don't think the Queen would have given a shit. Oh, no. Um, I think Ronan may have gotten talked to by Weir. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like, what is she gonna do? Uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: So back in Weir's office, her, John, and the Queen are talking big picture. Mm-hmm. 20,000 mile view. Yeah. Uh, the Queen plans on going from hive ship to hive ship until all of her enemies are human food leaving her hive. And I can imagine there might be some other hives that, like, bowed down to her along the way. Yeah. Um, but basically, there's going to be extremely few wraith left in the galaxy. The rest of the wraith will be turned into human food. Mm-hmm. And as part of this deal, of course, Atlantis and Earth will be safe from feeding.
1: Yeah, I like this. I mean, she goes big. She she swings yeah. for the fences where she's like, cool, so no more feeding on humans. Yeah. And it's like, ha, ha, ha,
0: ha, ha. I mean, for a while, no more feeding on humans. Yeah. You know, we're gonna have our we're gonna have our good food source for longer than you'll be alive. So really, you should give no shits about it. Yeah, and
1: I do love that. Shepherds like, well, I'm sorry <laughs> for my grandkids.
0: Yeah. Um, but look, remember way back when yeah. Atlantis first fell, the main reason they fell was was Atlantis was technologically superior to the race. Yeah. They fell because there were so many fucking wraith. Yeah. It was overwhelming of numbers. It, it was, yeah. And it's like this way, there'll be a nice balance. If you take out 95% of the wraith, if you commit genocide, wraith Everything's genocide. Everything's fine.
1: So just don't think about it too hard. There'll be just balance in the us forest. commit genocide. Yeah. And then we won't kill you.
0: We're gonna, we, look, we may eat a few humans now and then in, after you're dead. But like, what do you care? You know.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's um Just don't think about it too hard. Just don't think
0: about it too hard.
1: Just help us kill this entire race of people. The end. Yeah.
0: I mean, they're your enemy. You want them all dead. You right? want all so of us dead. So just help us kill them.
1: Just so look, do it. we'll do all the grunt work for don't you. Don't think about the part where they turn human first and then feel all the pain and then everything is Oh, we awful. haven't even begun
0: to think about that part yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's still like a, uh, 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 what was it? The um, that's still just an idea. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's just a concept. Still, we yeah. haven't been faced with the reality yeah, of that yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. In the lab, Carson Zlinka and Wraith scientists are still discussing and debating delivery methods. Uh-huh. Carson really puts his foot down that the aerosol gas is really the only way to go in this case. Mm-hmm. We've been working on this a while. We've done the research. Trust us. Um, and the Wraith is mainly concerned that. Whatever delivery method they have, it's not going to affect everyone on the ship soon enough. Like, there's still going to be some firefight between the Hive ships yeah. after they detect the, the gas. Yeah. So they have to hit all occupied compartments on the ship at once. And Zelenka thinks of using the life support system.
1: hmm
0: And their main complication is that really...
1: Guys, what are we doing right now? Nobody stops to ask that question.
0: <laughs> yeah. Their main concern right now is they don't know how long it takes for the gas to fully take effect on the wraith to turn him into human, and the wraith will make some arrangements.
1: That's easy. We're just gonna voluntold some people to die.
0: Yeah. Well, they don't know it's to die yet, do they? Though. I mean, Carson does come into this room later. Like, oh, he'll be right back to wraith in a couple days. Do, like. I feel like
1: they always do. They're like, no, it's fine. I'm. I was getting hungry anyway. Uh huh. So we'll just told that dude, that you over there.
0: Yeah. I'm
1: hungry anyway.
0: You know, listen. You uh fucked up your job. Like the like you know. Here's
1: the conversation <laughs> that the Ray thinks is having with Carson. Carson's like, I actually don't know how long it takes to cook a turkey in the oven. Yeah. But why don't we taste it? Um, grab that turkey. Yeah. Meanwhile, this guy's like, "Sweet, I'm about to have a turkey dinner." <laughs> I mean, you cooked it; might as well eat it. Uh huh. That's all.
0: Uh, but the difference is, is that it's it's a human and not a turkey.
1: Humans, turkeys, it's all the same. Don't I mean, they? that really
0: is the wraith think of it. Mm-hmm. So those arrangements that the wraith talked about is an experiment in the isolation room mm-hmm. to actually see how long it takes from the initial like aerosolized gas. Yep, to turn the wraith into a human, and the wraith is (laughs) clearly—it's not a joyous process. No, it is not a calming, meditative process. No, no, yeah,
1: it's like turning into a werewolf. (laughs) Yeah, it's real fucking painful. (laughs)
0: Yeah, Um, and we see his skin like slowly turning more pink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and after a bit, when the transition is done, and we don't actually know how long it takes, they sort of play a little loosey-goosey with. The timeline here? Yeah. We don't know if it actually took five minutes or if it took like an hour. Sure. Or six hours. Um, but the, the queen demands to go in there so they yeah. vented all the gas and the queen walks in followed by everyone else to see a human now laying in the bed. Ugh. And she sort of really fucking creepily, like, caresses his cheek a little bit.
1: Yeah, she's like, mmm, dinner.
0: And, uh, Carson's like, don't worry, he's gonna turn start turning back to a wraith in a, in a few days. And that's when she just, you know, starts feeding off her She's like, no, he's not.
1: Underling. Because, thanks for
0: dinner. John and the other guards raise their weapons, but Weir's like, y- don't forget, this was always part of the deal. Weir, man. Nerves of steel. Oh!
1: <laughs> Meanwhile, for Carson's like well, it looks like it's fuck this shit o'clock.
0: <laughs> Carson, I gotta go. Carson is finally. Uh, g- Carson, our good favorite Carson, has been I think living in denial. Like there's a an, 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 a river. He's called the be- yeah. Nile. he's been sailing down.
1: So for a while, there's this part in Shadow of the Tomb Raider, right? Yeah. Where um, there's llamas in the wild. But there's also llamas that you can pet. Yeah. And so, I was in the wild part. I didn't realize yet that there was llamas I could pet. (laughs) And so, they're not they're not predatory. Yeah. But it tells you like, oh, you can shoot this. Yeah. And I shot a llama. And then it just runs scared and if you don't hit yeah. it enough times, it uh-huh. just runs around scared covered yeah. in arrows and I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. This yeah. is awful. No, that's misery. That's the feeling that Carson is having. Yeah. I am responsible for this suffering and I don't like it.
0: So Michael eventually just walks out cuz he's seen enough and the queen finishes draining the human formerly known as a wraith, proclaiming it works. And Oof. then we cut to Carson. Who has some feels on his face. You think? <laughs> you
1: think? That'll happen.
0: Um He has some feels. Which we'll get to in the later episode where he talks about his feels uh-huh. that he has. So Everybody <laughs> hurts. Sometimes. Okay. It's a big old conference room conference. Mm-hmm. The queen wants a full field test. There's a hive close by. Recently attacked them. She wants to go get payback. Yep. Carson, with all due respect, madam. <laughs> yeah. Even Carson, trying to show some respect to the wraith queen. Anything, yeah. Um, we're not ready. Like, we're still working on a way to spread the gas. Like, one test in a controlled lab on a single wraith does not a established test make. Yeah. There's a big difference.
1: It's, he's still trying to hold on to some sense of conscious. Yeah. But, guys, it's we're fucking in.
0: So the Queen's plan is to act like they're going to surrender to the ship, get on the ship, plant some canisters around, mm-hmm. find a way to release them all at once. Easy peasy. Lemon squeezy. And Carson's team has been creating retrovirus since the deal was struck, so they definitely have enough to infect an entire hive sure. ship. Which, when you see... You know, it's hard sometimes to really, like, get the size of ships sometimes in space. Okay. Until later on when we clearly see the size of a hive ship compared to the Daedalus.
1: Yeah, these things are huge. And that's just, like, one hive.
0: And then you're like, oh, they have a shit ton of retrovirus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, the plan can totally work. We're wants a few of her people to go along to observe, make sure the queen and hive stick to the plan. Yeah, she wants to watch, so we're gonna do this thing. Yeah. So Oof. John is on the Daedalus list, um, and and they're out the hive. They're, they're like out of range of the hive ships, staying mm-hmm. quiet. They send a cloak jumper to sort of like be their eyes. Yeah, uh, and they wait and Caldwell's like are we getting ahead of ourselves
1: yeah sometimes this feels weird guys <laughs> this feels like are we doing the right thing here
0: and and John's like well you know the Wraith when they get excited they're just leering Jenkins into shit yeah, yeah yeah
1: just get right up in there
0: and if this goes south i mean what worst case scenario goes south and the two Wraith hive ships uh, blow each other up <laughs> and then none's the wiser and Atlantis is never involved if only. <laughs> that's, that's totally the best outcome, right? Yeah.
1: I like how even the best outcome is awful.
0: Oh, yeah. There's no good outcomes to any situation. None no, of this is good. So Carson comes into Weir's office with a purpose. Yep. And Carson has finally, finally, the straw that broke the camel's back, you yeah. know? Yeah. He's like, look, this has gone too far for me now. He made the retrovirus as a way to free the Wraith, because he saw the Wraith as, you know, he was helping the Wraith. He was yeah. curing the Wraith.
1: His hope was to stop suffering.
0: He was doing what doctors do. Now, was he slightly misguided in thinking that being a Wraith is a essentially a disease? Yeah. Probably, yeah. But that still, his intent was to help and to heal. And so now, as soon as these wraiths are turned human, they are going to be fed upon. They're going to die painfully. They're going to die horribly. And, like, he has a point of they can't judge an entire race on what happened on Michael. Right. Like, one experiment didn't work, and we can't, like, you know, call basically call off an entire race. He, yeah,
1: he's finally, the voice in his head has finally gotten, like, it, this is enough. It's this screaming is enough. at him, yeah. Yeah. We cannot go any further.
0: I'm pretty sure the voice in his head is the voice of his mother as well. Oh, Carson. And, and we're as honest, like, this bothers her as well. You want to know if she's sleeping at night? Like, she's still taking the sedatives that Carson yeah. prescribed her every night.
1: We've walked into something awful, and we're yeah. here now, and, the, and there's no way out of it, but through it. Yeah. This is some dark shit. Man.
0: It is some dark shit. It's, there's, yeah, there's no it's almost one of those like check your morality at the door and you have to focus on like the ends being worth the means in these cases it's
1: even that though it's like there's no point in going this wasn't a good call No. there was probably some way to do this morally it may have gotten us all killed but there was a way to keep your conscience and keep your moral fiber intact yeah and we didn't do that. No. But it's too late to think about how we didn't do
0: it. Nope. That. You just gotta. You just gotta get survive.
1: Sometimes you just have to keep moving.
0: Yeah. So Oof. on the date list, they get some telemetry from their cloaked jumper spy cam thing. And yes, the fact that they have uh, their hive is weird. Yeah. <laughs> they have a quote-unquote friendly hive. The friendly hive, yeah. Um, but the delegation did make it through the ship, so now they just wait and Hermia on Atlantis yay no in fact they can they do not need Hermia to fly the Daedalus it can fly without him because Mm -hmm. apparently it seems like they could not disable the jamming codes without him he is a perfect foil for McKay
1: they're they're gonna make jam yeah it's uh I came here to make some jam with you Mm mhm um I do love a lot a lot just how much the Asgard and McKay
0: have similar arrogance levels yes
1: uh, of like, no, I'm the smartiest of everybody. Well, and
0: it's, it's funny, like, you have a John and McKay, and John's like, no, I know exactly how to play you like a goddamn fiddles so that you do what I need you to do. Yeah. Whereas Hermia's just like, no, I'm fucking smarter than you. Yeah. I don't really care what you think. Yeah. You are my, you're my assistant. You can't, you can't win this. I win this. They do find a, a solution. And Hermiad will note that McKay's assistance on this project. So from the Daedalus, they watch on the HUD as a little transport ship dot leaves the enemy ship ahead of schedule. So that's odd. And then uh, it just kind of blinks out of existence halfway back. Yeah. <laughs> the enemy hive starts attacking the friendly hive. And since it's pretty much a given that the Wraith on board would give up Atlantis... Which, again, wasn't earlier the whole discussion about, worst case scenario, the two hives just destroy each other. Nope, not what happened. But the problem is that the enemy hive goes and attacks- Basically, there's a really good shot that Atlantis is going to be found out if the Daedalus doesn't do something. Yeah. So she hyperspace in, gets right in the middle of things- they get the jumper back, their spy jumper back in the bay. Mm-hmm. Give time for the friendly hive to jump out of there before the Daedalus jumps as well. Yep. It's all very beautiful to watch.
1: It is very cool. It seems like very cool, like, coordinated distraction yeah. type of stuff. Um, it is, again, shocking to
0: see how tiny the Daedalus is.
1: Well, and and if this were actually their a legitimate plan, like what this, this hive came to do, this would have been a great show of solidarity. Yeah. Um, except everything is fucky.
0: Everything is fucky. Now, here's what I will say. I will say that I do believe that everything up until sometime after this part, um, the queen has been genuine. Well, yeah. No, in terms of, like, I don't think they initially had plans to turn on Atlantis in the first half of this episode. Oh,
1: see, and I assumed that was always the plan.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Yeah. I assumed this was the- they were all in on this, and this was always the plan.
0: I figured that they- they saved themselves, like, some windows, some outs. Okay. Um, but I did sort of assume that they basically took advantage of some- something- an, another wraith ship or something said- off-screen was basically, oh, now we have a better option. Yeah. They beca- they just, it was very they opportunistic.
1: Wow. Oh, that's not how I saw it at all. Oh, very but I like that. Yeah, in my head, they were, we should have never trusted them at all, period.
0: Because I don't think there was any, like, hidden Trojan horses viruses in the first batch of data that was sent down.
1: Well... I think I misunderstood that too, because my understanding was that it was always
0: there, it just wasn't active. Interesting. Uh okay. I like so, this. the the queen facetimes down that her delegation was searched and killed the moment the canisters were destroyed, and basically demands that they find a better delivery method. See, and this is where I think I don't necessarily know that their delegation was searched and killed the moment. I have a hunch that maybe like they went in and they're like, "Oh, you have a better plan." Oh, yeah, let's go fuck over Atlantis.
1: That's a good- I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility. Yeah. It's absolutely possible. Which
0: is why I like that we don't see what happened on the other side of things. So, the Queen's basically like, Hey, um, you better find a better delivery method because we're straight up blackmailing you at this point about everything.
1: (laughs) Yeah, this is just, hey, uh, we changed our minds. all together
0: i like john's like do we just have to do everything and the queen's non-response is just yes yeah you do yep oh guys it's raining again by the way
1: um everything is nuts today my meter's going (laughs) off the rain's coming (laughs) Gone. we're (laughs) almost through this episode 2020 okay so
0: um mckay fine mckay will solve the problem like he always does he will figure out a way but the queen, you guys, this time have to not hold back. He wants to know everything about all of everything about the hive ships, full details, everything. Give me all the info.
1: And the yeah.
0: queen's like, okay, with a nod of her head, she has it all set down.
1: This should have been another red flag. The fact that she sends everything so easily.
0: Everything you wanted to know about ray technology, but were afraid to ask. Also, <laughs> roller chairs are awesome. <laughs> yeah. So the hive was pretty damaged in the attack, and mm-hmm. we're cautiously offers assistance. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're supposed to be in alliance, right? Yep. And sending all the info was an act of good faith. And the queen accepts the offer for some help. Interesting. So, the, John intercepts Vogel on the way to go see the, the eggheads. Yeah, yeah, And, yeah. like, gets the coffee. Because he knows all the brains have been burning, you know, burning both ends. Yeah. And, and one woman grabs one coffee, and then Zelenka reaches for the other one, and John's already picked it up, because there's somehow only two coffees on this tray. Yeah. The,
1: the, we need
0: more coffees than this. For sure. Everything is going really well. Um, basically, they've been handed the Wraith Encyclopedia. Mm-hmm. The Wraithopedia. Yeah, I was
1: gonna say, it's a Wraithopedia.
0: Yeah. Uh, and, and John, you know, he remembers Still a
1: dollar to Wraithopedia to keep it running
0: John remembers when he Got his first encyclopedia He just started with S <laughs> And Zelenka knows the type of kid that John was And like, yeah, well, Wraith sex is interesting And all <laughs> I mean, that's what we all did, right? I don't, you went to penis and then I, uh, I, I, I didn't I guarantee you probably one of the first things I would have searched was dolphin oh I
1: was a John
0: kid from the beginning <laughs> uh, I do remember oh gosh the um what was the disc encyclopedia um and then encarta. there was the, encarta the game that was in encarta mm-hmm. I that was probably the video game that I played the most <laughs> as a kid not an exaggeration. i played a lot of Sonic and Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, I whatever game that was inside Encarta was, I think, my favorite video game. Nice That right. and Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego. That one was fun. I do remember that.
1: So. Well, I was on the Oregon Trail.
0: I did. Oh, of course. Everyone played Oregon Trail. Yeah. Everyone died of dysentery multiple oh, times. Oh, so many
1: times. Fording the river was the most nerve-wracking <laughs> thing yes. in the world.
0: Okay. If I, I just, I should get that on my phone. I think it is available as an app now. It is? I'm pretty sure it's available as an app. I'm gonna look as we speak. Keep going. So, um, we have two teams. Team A is focused on how you spread the retrovirus gas, and Team B is Team Help Fix the Hive Ship, and Zelenka is Team I'm Taking Advantage of My Seniority and Just Having Fun Skimming the Index, Looking for My Own Shit.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: Again, wheelchairs are the best as he just slides over the other computer. Yeah. He's found a number of external weaknesses because of the Hive Ship's mostly organic design. Mm, mm-hmm. Um, and I just want to point out that last week in, in D&D, um, your intrepid party was attacked yeah. by Hell Wasps. Yep. And had to go survive the, the like, infernal Hell Wasp nest. Uh-huh. And when Spoilers, I was- Spoilers, we didn't you, all. You, you know, um- but as I was describing sort of what the inside of this was, I actually used the inside of a wraith ship. Oh yeah. As the the description.
1: Oh, and it works perfectly cuz it was the same type of creature that just kind of feeds on yep. humanoid for lack of a better Uh-huh. It sucked. We fought Wraith and not everybody won. No.
0: I mean, you technically all walked out.
1: Everybody walked out.
0: Just one of you died first. Yeah, th- that's fine. So, John does have a weakness for external weaknesses. <laughs> which I love that line. <laughs> and well, they're like, we haven't heard from Rodney in a while, but we're sure he's fine. Yeah, this is okay. Rodney is with Rodin on the hive ship. Yep. And with that same wraith scientist that he was working with on Atlantis. Mm-hmm. And you can tell McKay is very marveled with all of the organic technology and yeah. the fact that the ship can basically just heal itself from most problems.
1: Yeah, he's super distracted by the tech on this, on this ship. But yeah, how
0: cool is it the ship can just, like, sh- physician heal thyself?
1: Yeah, I mean it's a kind of a, a living thing.
0: Yeah, it's it's Moya oh. from Farscape, but less a little less sentient. Sentient.
1: Yeah, I mean it, it makes sense. It's like
0: plants. It's like being made out of plants or something. It also goes to the point where, for more complex issues, like. If, if it wasn't for McKay's help in all this, we'd find out that this hive ship basically would have been dead in the water. Yeah. So I think that part of the benefit of having these hive ships that can mostly heal themselves is you have fewer, like, wraith engineers, essentially.
1: Right. You don't need anyone to take care of the ship. Everyone yeah. can just feed.
0: Yeah. Um. And it's... I wonder
1: how much of the study of this was, like, how much they studied actual waspness, or yeah. Bees nests? Yeah. Or, or bee hives. Uh-huh. Because now I want to know how those work.
0: It's just really cool. Okay, yeah. So they have a little bit of walk and talk, um, that, again, without McKay's help, this hive ship would have been a loss. Yeah. And McKay is just happy to find an alien race that appreciates him.
1: Oh, God. McKay. And... Uh, no. No. <laughs> no, no. This is more toxic than Jester and the Traveler.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Oh, God. Okay.
0: And the Wraith just asks point blank, like, are you going to find a way to deliver the retrovirus? Mm. And McKay just fumbles McStupid's his way through (laughs) a long answer, and Ronan's just just like, yes, we will. Yep. Shut up. Yes. And the Wraith goes to put his hand on McKay's shoulder, like, to guide him to the next room. But that's a very bad idea.
1: Yeah, don't. Don't.
0: In a flash, Ronan has his blade out to the Wraith's throat and has him up against the wall. Yeah. And McKay's just like, chill the fuck out, man. Say you're sorry. Like, mm-hmm. say you're sorry, Ronan. Yeah. And Ronan's like... Please don't get us killed. Ronan just, with the, does not mince word. do not touch him. Just don't. Don't look at him. Don't think about it. Don't touch him. Don't go near him.
1: I mean, this is legit, and this makes sense, and yes, I would be a little trigger-happy too if a wraith touched my friend. Oh, and yeah. And I had the ability to beat up on some wraiths.
0: And you know what? And and the wraith gets it for yeah. his part. He's like, no, sorry's not necessary. Yeah. Like, you were protecting your superior. Yeah. The wraith would have done the same. I mean, Ronin does let him go and and points out that McKay is not his superior. Yeah. And,
1: but let's just dig that a little deeper. And McKay's into Ronin. like, well,
0: not in everything, are you, my? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Su- now, su- and they keep walking. <laughs>
1: this is all fine. Everything's fine. Everything's
0: fine. So, new plan in the conference room with the Queen. Okay. We found the sweet spot on the Wraith Hive ships. Yep. It's the central chamber that scrubs the CO2. Ah,
1: oh,
0: look at that. If you get enough retrovirus there, it is going to spread through the ship simultaneously. And I'm guessing they don't actually mean simultaneously. I'm guessing they mean within, like, minutes. Because, sure. like, there's no way for it to be actual. Yeah. Anyway. Um... So, guys, we probably sound a lot different to you right now than we did two seconds ago. Remember
1: when we were coming to you live from inside the storm of the whatever the
0: heck that was? It's now been officially named Tropical Storm Sally. Oh, boy.
1: Yay for Sally. And by yay, I don't actually mean yay. <laughs> um yeah it it was a day and it was weird and the dogs get crazy. Uh, you can hear them in the back now. Even now yeah. they're a little crazy, but this is actually calmer than they've been. Um uh things just got a little folly party.
0: So well, we had you think a recess after After we stopped, actually stopped recording, we had recorded probably another five minutes, and then we realized you couldn't actually hear anything we were saying over the rain. Yeah,
1: so here we are, back again.
0: Many hours later in real time. But for
1: you, it'll be no time at all.
0: (laughs) For us, many hours later. Such
1: many hours later. We're going to be okay. Uh, (laughs) What a
0: way to end the season. We're, we're going to pick this yes, up like nothing we? ever happened. This podcast is adapting and bovin' and weavin'. Okay, so <laughs> we're back in the conference room. Oh, right. On Atlantis. Yes. We have a whole new plan. Alrighty. The queen is there, too. We're telling the queen the yeah, plan. Yeah, yeah. So they found the sweet spot. Yep. Right, this central chamber that scrubs the CO2 for the ship. Yes, yes, yes. So if we get enough retrovirus in the CO2 scrubbers... Like, the whole ship will be automatically, like, simultaneously affected. And I'm assuming when they see simultaneously, it's not actually simultaneously. It's more like over the space of a few minutes.
1: We're just going to taint the water supply, essentially. Yeah,
0: somebody's poisoned the the watering hole. hole.
1: Basically.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um... Getting there to that point is a little like Obi-Wan Kenobi sneaking through the Death Star to get to that one key, like, engine room defense thing. Yeah, it's it's going to be That's fun. not Atlantis' problem, though. Mm-hmm. They do have a way of testing this to see if it works. So, like, look, we're going to make sure it works. Then it's your motherfucker's problem to figure out how to get it there in the long yeah, run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the new plan. Multi-step plan. <laughs> Step one. Find a new hive ship. Step two. Have the Daedalus step take five, advantage... Step, sorry, I can't help it. ...of how small it is in comparison to the hive ships to tuck inside that little notch of the hive ship and merge its scanning pattern, which, um, can we say not maybe the best idea? Yeah, it's,
1: um... So, it, well, here's the thing. We're grasping at anything at this point. Yes. We're like, yes. what's the best way to climb out of the sand pit? Set ourselves on fire? Hey, then uh-huh. we won't just be stuck in a sand pit.
0: So that could work. <laughs> yeah. So step three is, uh, you know, fly with the hive ship right in close to the enemy hive ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Step four here's where it gets good. The Daedalus, with their newfound beacon beam through wraith shielding, beams the retrovirus right into that CO2 scrubber. Boom! de ship. Yay!
1: Exciting. Let's do that.
0: <laughs> the boys, super proud of their work. Oh, of course they are. Uh, the queen super isn't. See, I was thinking it
1: was more like the guy who's doing a live interview from his house and his kids oh, yeah. come in. And, and the, so like yes. one kid walks in and then the other kid's in like a little, I forget what they're called, the little walker things. And, the little walker things? And then the wife comes in and tries to drag them out, except for in this story, I'm both the guy <laughs> talking and the wife. This um
0: this episode is pure gold, guys. We are trying so hard. <laughs> we're so close. I think I think everything that's ever gone wrong in a podcast has repeated itself. We were joking earlier when we were saying this is the 2020 of podcasts of, of episodes. It was our we tempted really fate. Is.
1: It was our own fault. It really is the 2020 I, I, think we're, I think we're in the home
0: stretch, though. I think we're gonna make it. Okay. Yes. So the queen is not for this plan because if we follow this plan, the wraith, the hive is gonna be completely reliant on now on for Atlantis to help deliver this retrovirus in the future. Right. Lance is like, now we ain't in this shit long term. Yeah. This is like a test to see if it works. Is... Then delivery is all on. Yeah. You. This is just like a you know our thing. She goes, fine. I'm not happy about it, but we're going to do it. I'll send you the coordinates of the new hive ship. And she leaves. Yeah. McKay's then like, um, I think I should probably be on that hive ship when we do this. This is when
1: I would be like, who are you? What have you done to McKay? (laughs) What what's happening? What's
0: what is all this? But like, this is re- This Q <laughs> This is not him being uncharacteristically brave. He's actually while quote unquote repairing a bunch of ships, been kind of hacking them.
1: This is um where Q the David Rose from schitt's Creek like hand movements. <laughs> yeah. What's all what's all yeah. this? What's happening here?
0: <laughs> what's happening? <Yeah. laughs> what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> And since they can now beam in and out of the hive ships at will, he's rigged up a little panic button that will beam him out immediately when he sure. activates it. And no, he absolutely positively does not want to do this in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. It has to get done. And, you know, of course, his ego is not going to allow anyone else to do yeah. it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's more like he wants to play with the toy. And as dangerous yes. as it is to play with it, he wants to be the one that gets to play with it first.
0: Yes. So um John just wants to make sure that Ronan uh goes with him too and Weir just wants to make sure that John is on the date. Yes. And Weir just also wants to get this done so the house guests
1: leave. She Weir is like, look, I stepped into some major shit with us here. Can we just be done? Yeah. She is just Lady Macbething her hands all fucking day uh-huh. long.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> I need to get the blood off my hands. Yeah. Nothing will get the blood off my hands. I can't wash it enough. Yeah. <laughs> Someone get the blood off my hands. Can we paint my hands? I like the
1: idea of I think that's what I'm gonna call what Weir does now is Lady Macbething because she yeah. puts herself in these like morally interesting areas and then she's like let's get let's just be done with I, I don't know why I, yep. I don't know I don't know why I
0: did no. it but it's here now can I put can I put gloves on yeah. then there's no blood on my mm-hmm. hands if I have gloves on so in the lab mm-hmm. in Zelenka is reading along yes when the computers start glitching joy to the and then world there are other monitors around him as well hmm this is where I was talking about when I was talking about Away, and I just love that little extra touch of realism that, like, is not going to curse under his breath in English. Right, right, right. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so someone else, he gets up to see what it is, and someone else shows him a tablet, and he's like, oh, fuck. This is but bad track. times. Yeah. And he's like, "Please tell me the Daedalus hasn't left yet." Yeah.
1: Hey, guess what, guys? I have some not great news.
0: But guess what? The Daedalus has totally mm-hmm. left. Um, John comes onto the bridge asking if they're there yet. Uh, <laughs> Caldwell's Caldwell's worried because like this is really fucking difficult flying, right? And he's hoping for a few test runs, like before we get into the middle of this shit. Yeah. 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 Um, And we get this amazing shot, this amazing camera shot over John and Caldwell's shoulders.
1: Right. Looking
0: at the view screen, Caldwell turns around for a second to ask a question, and we see us coming out of hyperspace immediately into a firefight.
1: This is... Not where we should be. This is where we should definitely not be here. We should be away yeah. from... like, So the here that we're here at is where we <laughs> should not be.
0: We should be at a different here, which is over yeah, there. Yeah,
1: far over there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and since they were in hyperspace just coming out, their shields aren't up. <laughs> so... In a moment or two, the first seven decks in the forward sections are decompressing and venting atmosphere into space. Yeah. Um, there's two hive ships firing at them, and one of the two hive ships is our quote unquote friendly hive oh, ship.
1: Oh, good.
0: So uh, the Daedalus starts firing at will. Caldwell has Hermia prep warheads to beam onto the ships well. because now we can beam onto the raid yeah. ships, of course. I mean, and and why the alliance would break up right now is not of his concern. We don't talk about That's it. To deal with later. Yeah. And yes, McCain Ronan are in fact on one of those ships, mm-hmm. um, but they have until the weapon deployment range to get off the ship. Or there's nothing called what can do about D- it. He's like, I have-
1: just uh, this is just look. It's just it's bad everywhere. This is bad times. It's bad yeah. everywhere. Yeah, guys, it's 2020.
0: But like. Caldwell is not going to risk everyone on a ship for McKay and Ronan.
1: Which is a bummer, but it's actually good. And it's good that Weir's not there, because Weir would be like, oh, we will sacrifice everything.
0: And you know what? Honestly, John may push the line, too. Yeah. Because it's McKay and Ronan. If it was two other people, I think John would be more in Caldwell's space here. Yeah, Um, But... You know, it's one of those things where we can say everyone is equal, but some cases the equal is not equal. I think,
1: um, I think there's, there's, we've learned that McKay brings a lot to the table, and so does Ronin, but McKay in particular, yeah. there's, it's mm-hmm. like he's like a special resource that we need to take care of,
0: keep McKay safe, yeah, basically. Um, so on the Wraith ship, they are feeling uh, uh, the weapons fire. They know something's going on. They're following our Wraith scientist friend who just walks like nothing's going on in the world. And McKay's like, hey, Ronan, uh, we should activate our transceivers and GTFO. (laughs) Ronan just has his blaster up and is ready.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, but um, McKay's beam out device. It don't work. No. Uh,
1: Hey, guys. um, Can you hear me? Am I here? They're like, no, no, we can't hear you. Yay. Nope.
0: Uh, so several wraith guards show up then. And before Ronan can fire, he is hit by a stunner blast. And it actually takes two stunner blasts to take him down because he's Ronan's well, yeah. constitution is like 20. Yeah,
1: it's like one. D- he just shakes the first one off. Um, yeah. And- <laughs>
0: mckay meanwhile is just like oh what's going on please don't hurt me yeah you know
1: i i this is interesting i love this part well actually keep going keep going i'll talk i'll well, talk
0: the the wraith uh, the wraith scientist just is like there's been a change
1: in plan it, it's it's fun because mckay's response is but i'm tired yeah and it's like yeah. that's cute that's not gonna get you yeah. anywhere
0: but yeah. that's very cute mm-hmm. uh and the guards take mckay yeah. away so meanwhile, on the the list, Caldwell tells Hermia to like beam the warheads over whenever you're ready. Yep. McKay and Ronan have run out of time mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah. But um, problem, um, so those codes that like allowed us to beam things onto the Wraith ship—they were not right. They're not working anymore. We've so. been
1: bamboozled.
0: Hermia cannot beam anything over, nor beam anything back, and he's working on a new set of codes now. And their shields aren't going to hold forever. They're already at 60%. Sure, yeah. it's So John's going to take out some 302s and try to take out the hive hyper. John's
1: like the opposite of McKay. He's like, but I'm not tired. I want to go yeah. play with the bomby shooty things. Meanwhile, yeah. Caldwell's like, we gotta go.
0: <laughs> exactly. So um, McKay and Ronan are put into... Uh, a fridge,
1: a whole, yeah, a holding
0: fridge, a
1: storage locker, a <laughs> yeah,
0: the fridge. Yeah. And uh, McKay's like, But I thought we were allies. And the Wraith scientist tells him the, the alliance has been dissolved. No such animal to the Wraith,
1: no such thing.
0: No, yeah. and and McKay complains about the amount of work he's put into this and how how little he slept. And the Wraith tells him it's nap time now. Yeah and stuns forever. him forever you can go to sleep that's fine you can get all your naps in yeah <laughs> on the data list the shields are down to 20 percent yeah and hermia just doesn't think he can crack the beam codes in time so Caldwell calls the 302s back they're going to jump out of here John's like two more minutes to take their hyperdrives out and Caldwell's like what the fuck good is taking their hyperdrive out when their weapons are still hitting us and our shields are down to 20% yeah
1: yeah it's probably better if they can hyperdrive out of here so that we stop getting hit by them yeah
0: um and John has two ships behind Mm -hmm. him locking onto him and they start firing on John but this is great And then he doesn't respond anymore when Caldwell tries to radio him.
1: Awesome. This is all fine. This is great.
0: Caldwell's Caldwell's about to jump out of here anyway when he sees the two hive ships opening their own hyperspace windows and leaving the scene. Yeah, Which confuses Caldwell. Of course. So the 302s are back in their hangar. John's not among Mm -hmm. them. It's just wreckage left in space. Yeah. Even John's locator beacon can't be found. Yikes. And Caldwell sets a course back to Atlantis.
1: Yeah, this is just a good... Like, like in Caldwell's uh, defense, right?
0: Yeah. He wanted
1: to get out of this the second he saw this turning bad. He, if yeah. we had left when Caldwell said we could have saved John, we might have still yep. lost Ronan and McKay, but we do have John, which gives us the chance to fight another day with one of our wily people.
0: And yeah, and it's one of those where like, you don't know McKay and Ronan are dead. The The Wraith know how valuable McKay is right. as much as we do. Right, really.
1: And... and you, you know, to Caldwell's credit, it's probably good that a leader can see, hey, I have an entire massive ship, the ship itself, and, yeah. like, the most expensive thing on created by Earth, plus yeah. I've got this entire crew. Uh, yeah. I can't risk all of this for one guy or two yes. guys. I cannot do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, absolutely. And, and while we're may have not approach things the same way i and i I think we kind of we tend to lean towards that because we love our main crew i gotta give caldwell credit here but yeah
0: oh i fully give caldwell credit here you know this is definitely someone it's one of those where it's almost the advantage of not being uh, i'm gonna say part of the family but you know what i mean well yeah
1: being able to have an opinion um that is not biased it yes. gives you a chance to to or, or your bias is less, if you will.
0: Yeah, it's it's less of like no, it's a ship versus two people. Yeah,
1: yeah, being a- you know yeah I mean? being able to just see the worth of people. Period. Um, but uh... but yeah, this is shit time. This is sucky. It's super. It's shit like time. we're just gonna Where go back th- and lick our what, wounds. <laughs> what do you
0: th- What do you think happened to John?
1: Um, I okay. So there's dark grace and optimistic yes. grace okay optimistic grace thinks that something mm-hmm. beamed him and grabbed him Asgard style okay um uh and uh he is unavailable to us because he's there or he he went through some wormhole or some uh uh, th- th- uh i just lost the word of what the wraith ships just <laughs> did but basically oh hyper-drive. He hyper he he somehow got sucked jumped yeah. into somewhere and so he's lost, but he's alive. And hes it's about finding okay. his way back. He's got a little Odysseus' journey ahead of him. Okay. That's positive grace. Okay. Not so positive is he got sucked into the Wraith ship. Which, okay. it can also be positive, because now him and McKay and Ronan are together, and those three together, wow, the Wraith, Wraith yeah. ship, you're fucked.
0: <sighs> yeah, yeah, no, really. Um, <laughs>
1: Worst, worst, worst case scenario is, and he's in a situation like Sam was, at the end oh, of yeah. uh, at the end of season nine,
0: where yeah. he's just
1: like, "Well, this is me," or or like Cam was really because like
0: that's he was actually in a 302 yeah,
1: so which is more appropriate except there's no one around for him to be
0: with. Can I just tell you, I haven't gotten to do this in a really long time.
1: Oh, oh, are you I'm, I'm a taking drink? a drink? She taking a drink.
0: I haven't gotten to do that in, like, episodes, because I haven't had you prophesizing uh, in a while. It's This one's
1: dark, and this one's tough. Yeah.
0: And now what? Well, so back on Atlantis in Weir's office, Link explains that they were hacked. Uh-huh. The Wraith ship schematics had a, like, worm computer virus in yeah. it. And, like, they checked the data. Like, these people are not dumb when it comes to IT, you know, and network security. Yeah, But it was just a virus like they hadn't seen before. And so, first of all, I'm like, why did you not keep that cordoned off on a laptop? Why did you let it anywhere near your goddamn network? Yeah, there's some information
1: that just shouldn't. You should have, like, backups everywhere, but none of it should be connected to the cloud, if you will.
0: Yeah, like, never let this near your main network. Yeah, yeah, agree. So it probed their systems without damaging anything or letting anyone know it was there. And once the Hive ship left Atlantis, it just started eating and destroying all the Wraith data that was sent. Yeah. And it only uploaded two pieces of intel. But, man, what two pieces of intel? (gasps) One was the... One was the Aurora mission reports. Uh Uh-huh. And the second was the location of every world in our
1: database we're going
0: to Earth's we're going to eat we
1: just found the Yelp list of favorite places (laughs) to snack it's time for some snackums basically (laughs) Um, other prediction it is time for a crossover episode Okay. uh, okay that's my hope
0: Hopes okay, it's and been, you know, been a couple seasons. You know, They've been able to establish themselves. We know
1: that Stargate only has this one season left, and we yes. know we've got some big enemies on both sides. Yeah, I said enemies. That's the some sea enemies. That's the sea The sea enemies are real. Uh, it's been <laughs> a long day, y'all, um, and I want <laughs> um, to see what happens when you throw Ori against Wraith.
0: Maybe the Wraith really can just f-
1: feed on the Ori.
0: Did you say I'd love to see what Hammond's? Maybe. I don't know anymore. Because <laughs> I heard I'd love to see what Hammond's, and I love that sentiment.
1: I love to see what Hammond's. That's what Hammond's. When you do things right. So,
0: on the Wraith Hive ship, Ronan and McKay are awake. Mm-hmm. This is definitely not the most okay that McKay has ever been, and Ronan is clearly... Shall we say, slightly unhappy with the situation? A <laughs> <laughs> little bit. A little bit. Um, and they aren't dead yet. Uh-huh. Uh, because the queen wants them to be alive, to see the fruits of McKay's labor.
1: I'm telling
0: because you. Because without McKay's help, they wouldn't be able to get there. And then if... The, if you... The there being here. We're, we're here now,
1: in the here, that is on the earth. there on the earth. The the back yeah. wow. look, here's the thing, if they had just looked closely at the hive ship from the beginning of the episode, they would have seen the sign on the back that said Earth or bust. Earth or bust. <laughs> and they, if they just looked a little bit better and they inspected yeah. the ship before it went anywhere, they would have just mm-hmm. this whole episode wouldn't have even had to happen. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> End of season
0: two of Atlantis.
1: Oh, it's such a great happy ending. It's it's always nice when it's like, and they lived happily never after.
0: (laughs) Both, listen, both series ended on such a hard note. But why
1: though? Insert like, but why though meme here. Like, (laughs) guys, this is where I would have, if I'd been a fan watching live, i would have written yeah. to the writers and created the show i been like are you guys okay <laughs> what do you guys do need?
0: need do you need chocolate yeah. like are you okay are you
1: having a low blood scotch sugar and chocolate
0: <laughs> i can send you scotch and chocolate yeah. that's what makes me do happier you, you
1: need a therapist
0: Alrighty, next up, we are going to do one last episode of Atlantis in our three-part Atlantis Yay, showdown. Thank you, kind. Uh, the season three opener of No Man's Land. Burr, burr, burr. I will proceed to open the episode. Uh, I, I'm i not actually because of, you know, music rights and shit, but I would be playing the theme from the Wonder Woman soundtrack, No Man's nice. Land.
1: That's not a bad one. <laughs> Um,
0: so. I feel
1: like there's another one that I was thinking of, but that works. Um, I don't
0: even know. My brain's so fried from this podcast <laughs> today. Uh, we are so happy that we were able to cobble this together for you. Yeah,
1: will be this will be fun. Um, the editing will be exciting. Uh, <laughs> I want to share with y'all that usually one of the joys of getting to record is immediately after i get to watch the next episode uh, so yeah. that i don't die uh, yeah <laughs> guess what i don't get to do today because of this crazy nope. stuff i gotta wait <laughs> you
0: gotta I wait i have to go into the dead. depths of hell we get to go play some dungeons and dragons yeah
1: Um, guys, thanks for toughing this one out. Holy moly.
0: Yeah. Uh, It was an episode. It's going to be
1: long, too. We're going to just get right under two hours. (laughs) Um, hopefully everything sounds listenable.
0: Listen, we really apologize if any parts get rough. We're doing, we did what we could. (laughs) The joys of this podcast is our, you know, our, our, our rough, unpolished exterior. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I always laugh when people are like, oh, you can put your podcast on your resume. It's like, I don't want to. <laughs> no,
0: no oh, one professional. should yeah, This, this is not professionally
1: ever. done. We, we no, we're just two idiots who like to talk Stargate. And thankfully, <laughs> we have fr- like friends who we've never met that like to listen. So thank you for exactly. listening. Um, find us. Until next week, when hopefully things are a little bit more cool. I even I can't even wrap this up proper. I'm just gonna crash no. this plane into the jungle. Listen,
0: uh, at this point we've said our social media enough. Terra the Podcast. There's no, Tara podcast like Tara. there's no place like Terra. There's no place like Terra. Find th- us, rate us, th- review us. You know what? I don't don't rate know. this
1: episode. Because if no. that, it's, it's don't review this episode. <laughs> We're terrible people, but we love you and please come back.
0: And we love Stargate. And we love that you listened to we this. We promise okay, to do better. Go. Okay. Guys, be safe. We're going to finally wrap this up. Okay, thing. we love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.